Moment like it's hot, moment like it's hot. Welcome to the podcast, Moment like it's hot, the motherhood insider presented by the Cincinnati Mom Collective. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special podcast episode courtesy of St. Elizabeth, and we have Dr. Offeld. He is a neonatologist at Cincinnati Children's Hospital and also medical director of Level 3 NICU at St. Elizabeth's. He is also involved in the St. Elizabeth's Women Health Institute. So Dr. Offeld, how are you today? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for making time to be with us. Uh, So we had some questions for you. First off, what do you do with St. Elizabeth and the Women's Health Institute specifically? Yeah, so I'll I'll just give you a little bit of my background. I came here in 2015, and I I vividly remember that day that they brought me down to this NICU before I ever accepted my position and and showed me this this level three NICU that they'd been working to build over the last two or three years. And I just immediately felt like it was a wonderful place to work. Uh, people here so much seemed like they were in a family type atmosphere. Um, it was just very welcoming, very nurturing atmosphere, um, and, and seemed like a great place to work. Uh, and so over the next few years, I started, uh, attending here as a neonatologist and, and the, um, arrangement that is, 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 uh, currently, um, in place is that Cincinnati Children's provides coverage uh, for the neonatology and nurse practitioner services for the St. Elizabeth Level 3 NICU. Um, a Level 3 NICU means that you can, uh, you can have a baby here of any gestational age, so no matter how early they are, um, sometimes babies that we have here are 18 weeks early or just a little over you know, four months of, 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 of pregnancy. Um, and we do anything here for babies that they need except for surgery or if they need any kind of, um, you know, cardiac or heart interventions, um, then they, they will go to Children's Hospital. But the important thing is uh, just to, you know, let people know what a privilege it is that we are able to provide coverage down here for St. Elizabeth. Um, it's such a wonderful place to work. Um, it's a wonderful place to, to receive care. Um, people here, uh, it's more than just a job. Uh, people want babies and want moms and want families to do the best they can do. We want babies to have the best possible outcomes by providing the best care possible. Um, and, and it's such a team effort, uh, but no matter what, we want those babies to succeed. We want those families to be uh, reassured that their babies are in good hands. And we, at the end of the day, we want them to go home happy and healthy and thriving. And, and that's what we see day in and day out. My role with the Women's Health Institute really came along within the last few years as that institute was created. And as part of that mission of trying to provide the best possible care across the entire spectrum of women's and children's health care, uh, we as, as physicians and caregivers wanted to come together so that we were talking amongst one another so that your uh, obstetrician uh, and your neonatologist and your pediatricians and your gynecologists and and later years, the the doctors that take care of women's health needs 
um, after they they reach childbearing years and, and beyond, really wanted to come together to say, how can we do the best possible that we can for our patients? How do we design programs? How do we design um, care strategies that really ensure that we're providing optimal care and not only providing optimal care, but making sure that that translates into optimal outcomes. And so it's really been a pleasure to work with um, the Women's Health Institute and, and start to put together these collaboratives where we're really trying our best uh, to give people the best possible outcome and not just the best care, but also the best experience. Um, we want to make sure that you're not only receiving the, the most advanced care, but that we're doing it in a way that makes you feel informed, that makes you feel comfortable, um, and, and that makes you feel like family. And I think that's the thing I've learned most about St. Elizabeth is the people that work here really have a servant's heart attitude. And that translates throughout everything they do. And they really want you to come here and, and realize that we're here for you and we're here for your family. And we really have your best interest in mind. Yeah, I can say from personal experience that that type of environment is hugely important. So it's wonderful to hear you talk about that. Uh, my daughter was only a couple of weeks early, but had pretty traumatic uh, delivery, a lot of complications, and she ended up having to be in NICU for a whole week. And that was really tough. Um, so I just know from a personal standpoint that that family atmosphere and feeling like you're really cared for. Um, is hugely important to moms that have to go through that. So uh, I love hearing that from you. Um, can you tell us a little more about why Cincinnati Children's um, ended up being connected to St. Elizabeth? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the way Cincinnati Children's is structured is we have our um, referral NICU there in Cincinnati. And that's where a lot of the complex uh, medical problems, um, rare medical problems, um, things that are unanticipated, that's where babies end up when they need that really advanced and specialized care. Um, as we grew the neonatology division over the last 20 years, and, and that was really headed by people like Jeff Witsit and, and Jim Greenberg, with a real vision that they wanted to provide, again, the best possible care for all babies in this region. And that's, that's ongoing today. Um, and, and the way they wanted to accomplish that is by making sure that they attracted the, the, the best and, and best trained neonatologists and be able to provide the local delivery centers and the local um, NICUs and special care nurseries with uh, you know, physicians that were, were highly trained to be able to take care of their babies. I think the real advantage of that is, is, you know, we never want anybody to think we're the only ones that know how to take care of moms and babies, because that's definitely not the case. But it's nice to have that connection with our referral center. Because we work for Cincinnati Children's, we are privileged to stay up to date with the most advanced care. People from around the world come and, and, and give lectures and, and workshops and keep us up to date on what the very best care is and the, and the latest advances and, and, the, and the best understanding of how we can help, help babies. Um, and, and so that keeps us not only connected to the medical center, but, but you know, it helps us know exactly what's cutting edge and, and what's best. 
Um, we, but having that connection to the medical center is important. Um, I think the beauty of having a NICU at your hospital where you deliver is obviously the most important thing for a mom and a baby is to be able to bond and to be able to have that experience. You've waited sometimes, hopefully nine months uh, to have your baby. And the last thing that you think is gonna happen is that that baby is going to have to be taken away from you at the moment that baby is born. Right. And, and it's heartbreaking for us and it's heartbreaking for moms and dads. And the only consolation we can offer is to be able to keep your baby as close to you as possible. Yeah. Um, we, we don't want to have you and your baby separated by a car ride. And if we can keep you separated from your baby by a hallway, that's so much better. It's not the same but it's, yeah. it's the best we can do sometimes and be able to protect your baby and also try to provide that bonding. And so that's really the beauty of, of having a, a NICU in your delivery hospital. Um, and it's also important because we um, you know, specialize in allowing babies to mature, um, providing environments that are peaceful and quiet and nurturing. Um, and, and you don't always get that in a referral center where there's a lot going on, there's complex things happening, um, there's a lot of fast changes and, and, and unanticipated things, and it just doesn't provide the same environment for a baby that just needs a quiet, nurturing place to develop. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're very happy to have that environment and the people in that environment that make all the difference but to be able to share our expertise. And like I said, what a privilege it is that St. Elizabeth has invited us to provide that service for them. And we're very thankful for that. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so can you tell us what Edgewood is and why level three NICUs are important? Yeah, so our main uh, delivery hospital, our only delivery hospital is at St. Elizabeth's Edgewood campus, which is the main campus. Um, and people from all over Northern Kentucky and, and, and other areas of the Northern part of the state will come here to deliver their babies. Um, and so our NICU is located at the delivery center here at Edgewood. Um, and again, the level three NICU is a place where any baby of any age or any size can, can be cared for um, versus a level two NICU where it's more for babies that are less, uh, less immature, babies that are maybe only four weeks early um, or, or up to eight weeks early is, is really the limit to where those babies can stay in those nurseries. Um, but we provide, uh, you know, a full range of, of care for those babies unless they have, which is rare, but, but unless they have complications that require them to go to Children's. And again, the nice thing about that connections to Children's is I still attend up at Children's. I have a good feel for when a baby needs to go, what to expect. I can hopefully prepare families for what they're gonna see, who they're gonna see. Um, I think sometimes it's even nice that you can say, you know, I, the doctor that you're about to go have care for your baby, I know that doctor, I talked to that doctor, I know that doctor is gonna take the very best care of your baby and that you can feel okay that in the scariest time possible in your life that your baby's gonna get the best care possible. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's really why we like that connection, why we like that there's nurseries here. And, and our hope is always that the babies stay right here until they go home. 
but if that's not the case, then we know that they're in good hands when they leave here. Yeah. Um, do you mind telling us a little more about how you all care for babies while they're in the NICU there? Yeah. So uh, throughout their stay, we really try to uh, provide an interdisciplinary approach. And what that means is I'm a very small part of what happens with your baby. Um, when your baby is in the NICU, it takes a whole team of people uh, to make your baby stay uh, the best it can be. Um, I always talk about it kind of like a car motor. Um, there's lots of pieces to a, an engine in a car and every piece is important. And without one of those pieces, it doesn't work. Um, and so, you know, we have physicians that, have, that are watching out for changes, trying to anticipate issues um, and, and are there to know what to do when, when problems arise and to know when things are going fine. Um, but I could never do that without my bedside nurses who are telling me what they're seeing because those nurses are the lifeblood of our unit. And they're gonna sit with that baby. They're gonna feed your baby. They're gonna rock your baby. They're gonna love your baby while you're not able to be here. Um, and they are the ones that come to us and say, you know, things are wonderful or, hey, I'm worried that something might be happening and this baby might be getting sick. Um, so they really are our eyes and ears and they're the hands and feet that, that take care of those babies. And, and, and so we couldn't do it without our bedside nurses. Um, part of that team is also uh, respiratory therapists. If your baby needs help breathing, um, whether that's a ventilator or just with a little extra oxygen, those respiratory therapists are experts at knowing how that equipment functions, knowing if that equipment is doing what it needs for your baby, and being able to really look at your baby and saying whether or not this equipment is providing and the strategies providing the support they need. Um, and so we have dietitians that help us understand how much calories and protein and and vitamins and minerals a baby needs, and, and, and that's extremely helpful. Likewise, we have pharmacists that help us um, understand what kind of medicines babies need, help us understand when to change doses and, and how to approach antibiotics if, if a baby's getting an infection. Um, we have occupational and speech therapists that do baby massage and, and make sure that your baby's muscles are, are developing the way they should and help your baby feed um, when it comes time to help them feed and are really part of that team uh, to help us understand the feeding part is the big part. You know, until your baby can feed, it can't go home. And so they really help us understand when we're pushing too hard, when it's time to start, or when we just need to relax and say, you know, let's let this baby develop the way it's going to develop, because every baby is different. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we, we, we have nurse practitioners uh, that work alongside of the physicians. Um, they really do function as our peers, and we work together as a collaborative to make sure that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, your baby has someone that can provide highly trained and specialized care for whatever your baby needs. So your baby is never in the NICU alone. And then finally, I think one of the things we don't talk a lot about, but is one of the faces you see oftentimes the most is we have receptionists that sit at the desk 
and greet you and help you um, check in and make sure that your baby is safe because they're making sure that the right people are coming to see your baby and that no one that shouldn't be in this NICU shows up. Um, and so it really is this team effort. And, and I, I'm sure I've forgotten someone. Oh, I, I can't forget the social workers. Mm. The social workers are so important. They meet with the families. They help deal with those hard situations sometimes that we have to work through. Um, but again, integral to our, uh, to our team. And, and that's a big team. You see lots of people when you're here. Yes. Um, that team is, is sometimes intimidating. Uh, you know, in the days before COVID, we walked around in a big group. And, and it, I think it was a little overwhelming sometimes to see so many people. <laughs> but it takes that many people to make sure that you and your baby are really getting the best care possible. Well, I love your passion and you know, everything that you've talked about from the environment and support there. Uh, definitely after just listening to you for a little bit, know that if I had to go through what I did 11 years ago, uh, I would definitely want to be doing it at St. Elizabeth and having you all around me. So I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Any final thoughts about what you do or the NICU and support services there? Yeah, so I, I think one of the things we really, uh, really try hard to do, and, and um, you know, like I said in the beginning, it, it's so difficult for a family to be separated from their baby. Um, and we wanna make sure that families are still able to participate in that care. I think it's really intimidating when a baby's first born, especially the tiny little babies that we have sometimes. Sometimes they don't weigh more than a loaf of bread, yeah. um, well under a pound when they're born. And sometimes it's very intimidating to, to just see your baby that small, that fragile, and, and, and really, um, you know, just not understanding exactly everything that's going on. And it's really our goal and our passion to try to comfort families in that time. We want to start to involve families in the care of their babies immediately. So we really try to practice a family-centered care model. Um, so that, that you know what's happening with your baby, you have the opportunity to ask questions. We really want families to understand uh, every step of the way what's happening. We wanna celebrate with families when it, the good times are happening and we wanna also comfort them when the rough times come. Being in the NICU is like a roller coaster. There's a lot of ups and downs and eventually babies get there, um, but we wanna be there for all that and, and include the families in that. Um, you know, we realize parents can't be here all the time. And unfortunately, life continues on outside of the NICU, even if your baby still can't come home. People have jobs that they have to start up again. People have other children that need their care and need their attention. It really makes it hard for families. And I, I can't imagine being a mom or a dad and having to go home and leave your baby here. Even if you think that they're here with the greatest of care as they are, it's still hard to leave. And so within the last year, we've been so fortunate to have what's called the NICVIEW camera system. And this oh. is a camera that actually can be uh, positioned so it picks up uh, your baby and you can download an app on your phone to actually be able to watch your baby as your baby's sleeping, um, as they're feeding and things like that so that you can keep an eye on your baby so you can see your baby. People get screenshots off of their phones when they're not there. Um, and it, I, know, I know it's not the same, but I think it's just the best we can do to keep moms and dads connected when they can't be there. Yeah. 
there was one other thing I forgot to mention and, and shame on me for forgetting, but one of the people <laughs> that, that is most important to the NICU stay is our lactation support. Oh, um, yeah. We have we have on-site lactation um, support for the NICU dedicated to the NICU um, because we know that, that providing breast milk um, when possible for preterm babies is really the best thing that moms can do for their babies. Um, moms are always asking, what can I do for my baby? And if you're able to provide milk, and there are some moms that can't for medical reasons, and that's okay, but if you're able to provide milk for your baby, that's such a, a huge medicinal and nutritional support for that baby. Mm -hmm. um, it helps prevent some of the complications that we see of prematurity. Um, it promotes the best brain development. Um, and so we have lactation support people here that really help us um, encourage moms when they're feeling discouraged because it's hard. It's hard to have your baby not with you, not yeah. well, and still trying to produce milk and, and you're exhausted and scared and it's a hard time and we wanna try to support moms to do that as much as, as they can. Um, and so we are also fortunate in that when moms cannot provide milk or have not yet been able to provide milk, we have access to a donor milk bank um, where we can provide donor human milk for babies oh. um, to help protect them from some of those complications of prematurity. Yeah. So one, one of the most important things we can do um, is to, to support moms that are, that are wanting to breastfeed it. And we wanna support them to do direct breastfeeding when the time comes um, and to try to protect that time for moms and babies. Yeah, yeah, I know the lactation support that I had and was huge because it is definitely a, a crazy thing of not being able to have your baby physically with you. Um, I know I was, I had to have a couple blood transfusions and some surgeries and stuff. And so in the midst of that, trying to have lactation consultants help me pump, and then they brought it to the NICU. Um, you know, that I'm very, very grateful for the lactation consultants. So I'm really excited that that's a part of what you guys have in place as well. Yeah. And we're always talking about how to make that experience better. Um, and that's the thing, the great thing about our NICU and our Women's Health Institute and our, our interdisciplinary team, we're constantly talking about ways we can make things better. Um, we're constantly monitoring our outcomes so that we know if there's any hint of an issue, we address it. Um, and, and, and to me, the, the best job that I can do is number one, make a connection with my family so they know I care about them and I care about their baby. And I'm gonna treat your baby like my own baby while they're here and they're in my care. And that's true of everybody that works here. Um, but it also helps us to uh, make sure that parents know that, that your baby is gonna get the best possible care and have the best possible outcome. Um, but, but working with the Women's Health Institute, working with children's hospitals, quality improvement initiatives. We, we have um, every center around Cincinnati um, has access to the, the Perinatal Institute's quality initiative. And we come up with protocols for some of the common problems associated with prematurity so that we know every baby, no matter where they are, is getting the best possible care. And so we really benefit from having those available and, and being able to use those as well. Hey, thank you so much. Um, 
for our listeners, we have uh, St. Elizabeth sponsoring our Bloom event for new and expecting moms this year. Uh, we've got our April 10th uh, date and then also September 18th. So they're going to be sharing even more with us and their different resources. Um, they're also a sponsor of our OBGYN midwives guide. Um, so there's a lot of access to the resources that St. Elizabeth um, provides. So we are very, very, very grateful for their um, partnership uh, with the Cincinnati Mom Collective and very honored to have Dr. Offeld with us today um, to share some more. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of moms listening uh, will take this to heart and be very grateful for what you all are doing. So thank you again for spending some time with us. It was my pleasure. I appreciate you inviting me to talk about our wonderful NICU here. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to have you on again sometime soon. Anytime. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for joining us and tune in for our next episode.